Welcome to the best works of emerging explicit romance authors. Our curators select a wide variety of tales about the lifelong human quest for satisfying, lasting, and meaningful expressions of sexual health. Steamy Stories Daily Podcast focuses primarily on short stories. Explicit Novels Daily Podcast presents longer format novels over a span of episodes. Subscribe to both Steamy Stories and Explicit Novels in your favorite podcasting app. And now, today's story. Philisher Fellatio Etiquette Service Courtesies in the Country of Philisher By Anonymous Perv, listen to the podcast at Steamy Stories. So how long have you been dating? Or did you already tell me that, asked the beautiful girl sitting across from me at the restaurant. I really liked this one. She was a brunette, short and cute, but with a nice set of cans if I can be so crass. Not super thin, but definitely curves and hips. It was her bubbly disposition that beat it all, though. I think I told you on our first date, I laughed. After the divorce, I wanted to take a year off of women. That, unfortunately, turned into two years before I finally got the courage to ask a girl out from the office. We went on a few dates, but discovered we aren't very compatible. And I'm your first internet date. Is that right, Scott? Well, this is our second date, I retorted. That counts for something, doesn't it? Exactly, she laughed, just before greeting Jonas, their waiter and taking a knee in front of Jonas, then flipping up his kilt to put his cock into her mouth. His was pretty big, perhaps even bigger than me, and Crystal worked it like any experienced woman. Your menus, sir, he offered us. Or did you already know what you want? I believe she said she wants the duck with rice. I'll have the pork loin. Already, the waiter's cock was stiff as stone, while my date expressed her gratitude to him. She apparently worked him up quickly. I'd seen her do it twice before on our last date. Too bad that couldn't be me, at least, not yet, anyway, I thought. Did you want anything else, Crystal? I asked. She moaned, shaking her head as she continued stuffing Jonas's rod deep inside. The waiter turned his head to me, sir, I just arrived to work. I think I'd like to take a moment to finish. Of course, I said. It was totally understandable. On the cab ride over, I had Heidi, the cab driver, suck me to completion. She was pretty hot for an older woman, and her skills were about an 11 on a scale of 10. I don't normally think of sex when getting this kind of blowjob, but it had been some time since I got off, and that woman was definitely experienced. It seemed my date, Crystal, might give her a run for the money, though. Old World Baltic Customs I know some cultures take issue with our little paradise in Eastern Europe. Philishir is a small island country in the Baltic Sea. Under a quarter million of us, hell, most people don't even know we're on the map, but we have all the same amenities as any other advanced cultures. We even dress and primp in much the same ways. We're not savages or hedonists. We were spared from the Soviet expansion that consumed Estonia in the last century. But here we sit, between Sweden, Finland, and Estonia. Living in a culture that hasn't been co-opted by the decadent West or repressive Slavic societies. We do, however, have a few customs that may shock some people. 
Since the dawn of our history, our culture has original customs of greeting those whom we intend to serve, on an individual basis. We don't kiss them on both cheeks, like the French, or ba like the Japanese. Our society holds to the clear old-fashioned identities of men and women, since the Garden of Eden. Women take great pride and identity in their powers to please men and leave them contented. To this end, the culture of Philishir has established fellatio, the act of oral ministrations, and we don't even call it sex act in this regard, as to be treated as an act of trust, honor, and dedication between individuals conducting any services or business. It's often used when employing someone's services, or they, yours, like getting your tires changed, or buying a coffee from the local barista. By this attention to man's needs, a woman curries favor and trust for all commencing interactions to follow. Sucking them is considered an act of goodwill. It's a display of trust, of trusting them to handle your needs, to the point you are willing to swallow their seed to prove it. It's like saying thank you, or hello, or a handshake in most other cultures. Sure, it isn't necessary at every exchange, but it is very often used when services are exchanged between a man and woman. You really have to be from Philishir to understand. It is a distinctly feminine commitment to assure a man that she is going to make the rest of the dealings pleasurable. Because of this custom, women have long dominated the services industries, for obvious reasons. This has left men in our society to advance the manufacturing and agricultural sectors. It has also been credited for a society with almost no rape or other sex crimes. Our customary dress for men is usually a woolen knit sweater and woven kilt, a Scottish innovation we adopted. Women traditionally wear a badicio, a dress that is similar to the Bavarian dirndl, but slightly different from the original Bavarian inspiration. Our version of the dress has a shorter skirt, just above the knees, the bodice features the dirndl-style breast wrap which provides all the support and containment of a French brassiere, but is adjustable with a simple drawstring tie in the front. Once the bow is untied, the breasts drop and are free to roam openly, but when tightly cinched, it will far surpass any push-up bra for uplift and cleavage enhancement. It is always the male receiving. That's the custom exchange, no matter who is the patron and who is the proprietor, as it were. Anything else is considered taboo or perverse. Crystal worked at a sporting goods store. If I had ever visited, I suppose I may have had the pleasure of having my cock sucked by her. However, we met online, starting the relationship on a formal note. I didn't even get a kiss at the end of our first date. She later texted and let me know I should have tried, and that gave me the courage to ask her out a second time. And here we are. I spoke, you're a lot more interesting than the other girl I dated. She was kind of a bore. The last gal I dated was about as interesting as paper, with a figure not much different. Crystal looked at me and smiled, as the waiter unloaded his first wave of spunk into her mouth. Without skipping a beat, Crystal bore down into it, gulping down the incoming fluid. Twenty seconds or so later, she pulled back off, smiling, nodding at the young man. Thank you, ma'am. I assure you I'll do my part to make this evening special, for you and the gentleman. He quickly zipped up, and took the menus away. Crystal giggled, taking a cloth napkin to her chin. That's the third time today, Scott. Oh, yeah? That ain't too many, is it? I asked. I have this fear that she'll grow tired of her skills before I can experience her charms. 
I mean, third time I have had to finish someone off. I've had five encounters today, total. That's about right, considering the time, but most guys don't finish. Do you? I had to think about it. The girl at the post office, the girl at the courthouse, and then the cab driver. I had only used the driver to ejaculate, the others I tapped to stop after their passing blow, as it's known. In fact, most days, I rarely finish. It would take too much time. I have to admit. You look pretty amazing at it. I can see why guys would be tempted to finish. I told her with obvious admiration for her feminine charms. It's not like I'm their girlfriend, though. Isn't finishing it usually only expected when it's in a sexual relationship? I mean, a guy should only feel entitled to being swallowed by a gal who's committed to him? You have me hoping, I smiled. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Maybe one day, Scott. I need to get to know you better. I was thinking I could always swing by your store. Now Crystal looked offended, scolding, you know it is very wrong to do that with people you date. Any transaction we partake in would not be considered authentic. She was right. It was a social taboo in our country. People who shared formal, familial, or close relationships don't engage in this act, as, at that point in the relationship, you were either already doing it, or had established a platonic relationship, or in our case, if you're dating. Doing the trust blowjob for a transaction negates the trust factor, if you're already in an established relationship. I know, if you aren't familiar with our culture, you may find all this very confusing. Think of it this way. In some cultures, some people get very upset if the salad fork is in the wrong place. Other cultures condemn a man for wearing a hat indoors. You decide which rules are sillier. I tried to lighten the mood, to show her I was joking. I mean, come on, Crystal. I have to admit you look like you're amazing at it. But I would never stoop that low, I said, laughing it off. Oh, you are a bit naughty, aren't you? How about we get to that first kiss, and then take it from there, at a reasonable speed? If I suck you off, I want it to be very, very special. We spent the rest of the dinner engaged in fun and light conversation, before I finally offered to take her home. The valet will call a cab for us, I said. Before leaving, I called the waiter over and paid the bill. Crystal pulled out his cock, licking it a few times. He smiled, appreciatively. When we stepped outside a moment later, Phoebe the valet approached. Car or service, she inquired, dropping to her knees. We need a taxi service, please, I replied, as she reached under my kilt and pulled my limp penis out, right in front of Crystal. The valet took it in, working her tongue under the shaft, soaking it fast. My cock was half hard, when she pulled off, and touched a button on her phone. There will be one here in just a moment, sir. Can I continue until he arrives? Of course, I said. Crystal came up beside me. Thanks for dinner, Scott. I really enjoy your company. Thanks for being so easy to talk to, it's, uh, been a while for me. Not since your wife, huh? Even then, the last year or so with her wasn't comfortable. I'm comfortable with you. I said. I found it easy to be candid with Crystal, as the valet got my cock to full stiffness. If the cab was going to take long, I might bust a nut in her mouth. 
I suppose it didn't matter. I'm glad, Scott. I like you, too. Finally, Crystal looked down at the situation. The valet had things well in hand. And believe me, I'd like to do that, too. Tell you what, will you consider it on our third date? I was shocked I was asking. Was I nuts being so bold? Crystal laughed. I already decided I'd kiss you goodnight, so sure, I'll keep my options open on date number three. Good, there was going to be a third date. That made me very happy. But then I was surprised, as Crystal moved in and turned my head, and gave me a deep kiss, pulling me into her. It was somewhat awkward with the valet still sucking on my hose, but for whatever reason, it aroused me more. Just as Crystal let me go, with her lips departing mine, I ejaculated into valet Phoebe's mouth. It was with more force than the waiter had done on Crystal, and the poor woman struggled to get it all down. Thank you, sir, she insisted, as she licked remnants off my shaft. Thank you. Very nice of you to come in my mouth. I nodded, giving Crystal's ear a nibble, whispering, but I'll bet you're better. The ride home went unmolested, save for when Tom, the driver opened the back door of the taxi for us. Crystal fellatio driver Tom for a few seconds, just as she got out. We said our goodbyes and agreed to meet the following week, but I just couldn't get her out of my mind. By Tuesday, I had hatched a plan that I hoped Crystal would find very cute. I called Hank and Pete, my old college buddies, and told them to meet me at Crystal's place of work the following morning. We walked in together, finding her near the tennis equipment, which was perfect for our needs. I walked up to her. Hey, Crystal. Scott. What are you doing here? Well, it just so happens that I'm taking up tennis, and... You should have gone somewhere else. You know it's not cool to entrust me to service you this way when we're dating. I told you that. Of course, of course, but the thing is, me and my two friends are all doing it together. So I thought, why not bring them to you to let you get the sales? I can always go somewhere else, but Hank said he'd buy me whatever I need, based on any recommendations. Well, uh, I suppose he could be asking for his friend, that's true, replied Crystal. So like rackets, balls, gloves, and whatnot? The works, I said, but don't talk to me. I just came to introduce you to the guys. Crystal dropped to her knees and flipped Hank's kilt, pulling his penis out. I trust you will service them well. Crystal turned to me, before taking Hank's penis in, you can stick around, if you just want to visit. We are, dating, after all. I just can't sell you anything. Inappropriate. Crystal then began working her magic on Hank's stiffening rod. He nodded his head to her. Thanks for helping us today. As for a racket, I want something light, but also something I can really grip hard. I hold them a bit funny. Crystal nodded, taking note as she reached for Peter's cock, too, who was standing nearby. Soon, she was stroking it, while making Hank climb higher in her mouth. Before he got all the way, she pulled off, turning to Pete, giving him a few licks. Finally, she stood up again, pulling her bodice tie, exposing her breasts, and holy shit, were they amazing. I will be happy to help you folks, smiled Crystal. Okay, I need to step back a bit. Showing breasts is like the ultimate compliment to a guy. It's like saying you could have all of me, 
if we were a thing, you know. Like the woman that takes an extra pause when touching you, in other cultures. It's just a way people flirt around here. Hank blushed from the compliment. I was even a bit envious, but then I realized, Crystal was probably trying to egg me on. She knew I'd come in hopes that she might at least give me as much attention as she had Hank or Pete, but instead she turned the tables. Clever girl. She called me out on it on our third date, while we at the movies. Just before the show started, I'd gotten popcorn. The girl at the ticket stand took longer with me than most, while she stroked and licked on my shaft, and Crystal kind of gave me that, oh, I bet you wish that was me, look. Thanks for bringing your friends to me, by the way, she said, as we settled in, popcorn in hand. I got a terrific commission off of that. But you didn't have to come with them. I know you were hoping I'd break the rules. A man can dream, I said. Let's just say, you better hope this movie is good. It's a rom-com, I insisted. If it sucks, you should at least give me a pity blowjob for trying. Most guys would do action movies. Crystal laughed, patting me. Okay, maybe I'll consider it. I really was feeling lucky. Getting fellatio from someone you do business with, or the kid's preschool teacher, is different than with your spouse or girlfriend. And you can do other things, too. To know Crystal was giving me her all, for the sake of genuine, unadulterated sex, was very hot to me. Then, she asked. Bet you never thought I would flash my tits, did you? I admit, that caught me off guard. Giggling, she said, I just wanted to tease you. It worked, I whispered. There were a few couples seated below us, but we were at the far back, nearest the rear wall. I have something to tell you, she whispered. Okay, I said. I, uh, I do that, more often than most girls. She blushed. No? Really? I was sincere. It was surprising to hear. As I said before, the act is considered very rare. Not because I mean much by it. Like, I wouldn't invite a relationship with someone I just really like, well, showing my tits. Really? I was astonished. You do have a great pair, I nodded. Crystal cackled. Well, thank you. I just wanted you to know I do that more for me, than them. I really want you to know. Fair enough. I'll keep it in consideration. She continued, in fact, I've always wanted to go somewhere completely naked. Expose myself to everyone. Crystal. I whisper shouted. Hey, you said it. You're easy to talk to. Are you okay with this? Well, yes. I just have to feign that this shocks me, right? In truth, some of it did shock me, but I didn't find it offensive in the least. Crystal smiled. Good. I just... I just think you are the kind of guy that could be fun. Considering what you pulled yesterday, being an example. I wanted to tell you more about me. Why don't you strip naked while you tell me, I said. Crystal gasped, looking up and around. Are you serious? The movie hasn't even started. So? More people could come in. And? I said with a straight face. She paused for only a moment 
before exploding in quiet joy. In seconds, Crystal, my date, was sitting back, stark naked, in the movie theater next to me. I don't think I have ever witnessed a happier face. I leaned into her. Can I ask you something? Sure, she said. Does swallowing strangers come ever get you horny? Like, do you ever think, I wish I were sucking off so-and-so and fantasize doing that, while sucking someone else off? Crystal almost seemed to blush. You mean, when I sucked off the waiter, did I wish I was sucking you off instead? Yes. Of course. I've thought about it a lot. Especially after I watched that ballet hottie filet show you. I can do better than that. And I want to. I noticed Crystal reaching down with her left hand, rubbing her crotch while holding my left hand with her right hand. She winked to me. I smiled as I said, and I intend to let you prove it. By anonymous perv for Literotica. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We hope you found pleasure and inspiration. Come back tomorrow as we continue to bring you more explicit romance tales and subscribe to our podcast feeds in your mobile devices to access our entire library of hundreds of daily episodes. Happy dreams.